African savannah on safari, looking for... Mike, is that a lion stalking us? I think it's something much scarier. It's a search term report, and someone has keywords with 150% ACOS. Oh no, they never added any negative keywords. Oh, and it looks like all their bids are just $3. No bid optimization? We're in trouble. We need to do something about this giant ACOS, but I don't know if we can do it alone. Oh no, it's the Ad Badger. Should we run? No, no, no. The Ad Badger can save us. He'll rip that high ACOS to shreds with bid optimization and negative keywords. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Brett from Ad Badger, and you're listening to the PPC Den Podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast, and your source for all of the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. Hello, everyone. By the end of this episode, you will hear us talk about something that we see almost all the time and we cannot stand. This is a strategy Brett and I have called the keyword dump. Brett, are you excited to talk about the keyword dump today? Absolutely. Hopefully we can uh, save one or two souls out there from you know, doing the keyword dump because we do really see this all of the time. Uh, but before we jump into all of that, we were going to mention uh, some updates and some news and some other things we wanted to fill everyone in on. Here's one of those other things. The podcast has been getting some love. Uh, you know, you all know the review struggle. So if you like this podcast, feel free to drop us a review anywhere you listen to podcasts, maybe iTunes, maybe Google Podcast. Uh, we just got a review from Yasu16. The title of this review is Thank You with four exclamation marks. Uh, Yasu says, I was incredibly happy to find a podcast dedicated to the very complicated task that is PPC, new seller over here, but so much happier. So with about six or seven O's, much happier when I discovered this high quality podcast. Uh, Listen to all the episodes one after the other. I couldn't stop. Wow. And I can't wait for more. Well, Yasu Here's your next episode. Great to have you. If anyone else is marathoning or binging these these episodes, Brett, did you ever think that when we started this podcast with our rinky-dink original audio setup that people would be binge listening? I can't actually believe we're already on episode seven, so that's just crazy to me. But, you know, we really do appreciate all the love, guys, and the support that you're giving us. Every, every time we get a review or even just a comment about, uh, you know, the podcast being helpful or any of our other content, it really does mean the world to us. So, and, and Brett, I can't believe we're on episode seven either because this is actually episode 10. Did I say seven? You sure did. Oh man. (laughs) I hope the podcast ends up pretty good this time, but we'll see. (laughs) Time flies when you're optimizing fast. Uh, we've got some ad badger, the app updates, um, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy because we're a small company. We're going through a startup accelerator. Uh, we are moving and grooving really fast. Uh, so our engineering team is about to increase in 
production by about 150%. Um, so we'll be bringing on some new engineers. I don't know if you listened to some previous episodes, but uh, we made, we're making some hires. It's really exciting. Uh, probably by the time that people listen to this episode, those new hires will be onboarded and, and, and producing and making our app even stronger and more effective and more powerful. Super stoked about that. Um, so yeah, you can always check those out at adbadger.com slash careers if we are hiring. Sure thing. And uh, you know, with all of that being said, I think it's time to jump right into the meat of our episode, which is all about keyword dumping. Let's cue the song. And for this music, I wanted something that highlights what could be a broad government conspiracy, the method known as the keyword dump. Now, I don't know where this strategy came from. I don't know where it originated. I don't even know why it continues to be so pervasive, this method known that we like to call the keyword dump. Brett, what on earth is a keyword dump? You know, Mike, I actually have the perfect example of the most epic keyword dump I've ever seen. And it just came yesterday, actually, and you know, probably helped inspire this episode. When we Wait, is this an epic dump? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we take optimization very seriously, everyone. Okay, so tell us about this epic keyword dump that you saw yesterday. Right. So I go in and I open this account up and there are five campaigns and they're all manual campaigns. So I'm already ready. I'm bracing myself. I know what's coming. Uh, I click into one of the manual campaigns, open it up and there were 998 broad match keywords and two of them had any traffic. That is the most epic keyword dump I've ever seen. So, so the keyword dump. <laughs> As you could as you could imagine, it involves it is the equivalent of it's the equivalent of wanting to build a house so you buy all the wood pieces and then you just throw them at the center of your build site and then you walk away and you say that your house is built. That is the equivalent of what a keyword dump is. Um, and it again, I don't know where the strategy initially came from. I don't know how it originated, but I have never seen a keyword dump be successful where all the keywords are just doing great and all these good things. I've never, ever seen it work. Uh, so Brett, what really is a keyword dump and, and where do you think this, this strategy came from or, or why do you think it's so pervasive? Yep. So guys, keyword dumping is just essentially dumping all sorts of keywords that are coming from keyword finding tools or keywords that you come up with in your head that you think will be relevant to your product. Uh, and you just throw all of these into uh, one ad group or one campaign. And, you know, there's basically no real strategy behind it. It's just kind of, you know, throwing a whole bunch of stuff at the wall and, you know, hoping that something sticks. So I think the reasoning behind this and why most people do this uh, is because, in the other side of Amazon, the organic side, um, in listing optimization, you can actually add as many keywords as possible to your listing. Uh, you, you actually want to add the highest traffic keywords to your listing uh, in organic listing optimization. And then even in your listings backend, you can go and add more of these keywords. And 
The reasoning behind that is you want to put as much stuff that could be relevant to your product as possible because all of that organic ranking is happening for free. Amazon system is going through your listing and you know scraping the keywords, seeing uh, you know which keywords are relevant to your product. Uh, and you know all of this is being done for free. So it's really great and there's no real drawbacks to it. This can, that's not the case, however, with PPC. With PPC, you have to actually pay for every single click. So it's important to make sure that you're actually bidding on relevant stuff and not just doing the keyword dump because 99% of the time, those just go horribly. Right, so let's actually highlight a couple problems with this method. Um, I think the first problem is that when people normally do this, they get their export of all these different keywords, they copy it, they paste it, they drop it in, they hit go, they're ready to get going, and then they sit back and relax. The issue with that is when you're adding a whole bunch of keywords in mass, is that a lot of times, uh, I, I would probably say this is a more beginner issue, but I've even seen this with big accounts that have large budgets. Um, but I, the, what happens when a lot of people add this is that they often add these keywords all as broad match. So when you add 100, 500, 700 keywords all as broad match, this is like opening up a can of worms. Um, because with broad match, you're not just bidding on that actual keyword. You're going to be bidding on stems of that word and synonyms of those stems. So you know, if I'm bidding on water bottle, broad match, it's possible that I can show up for a plastic water bottle, even if my water bottle is made of aluminum. So you can potentially show up for loads, uh, for potentially hundreds, if not thousands of terms that aren't related or potentially irrelevant to your product. Yep, and that's just with one broad match keyword that you can appear for thousands and thousands of different terms. Right, so, multiply that by 100, multiply that by 500. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're reaching a huge, huge audience. And at that point, uh, most of the eyeballs that are landing on your listing are most likely not looking for your particular product. So uh, it's a good idea to just avoid these altogether. Um, so, you know, before we go into how to actually avoid all of this in the best way, of, of avoiding all this stuff. We are going to talk about the second problem here. Do you want to go into that, Mike? Yes. So the second big problem that I see, and this happens a lot, uh, and this is something that we're, we're constantly trying to brainstorm, which is, you know, there's, there's like an ideal size of things that ad platforms like to work with. And when I say size of things, I literally mean a size of everything. So if you're on Facebook and you're running ads over there, uh, there's like an ideal size that just always works best. When you're on Google ads, there's an ideal size of how many keywords you should have in an ad group that just works best. And that same principle applies to the Amazon ad platform. So there's sort of an ideal size uh, of how many keywords we should have in a single ad group. And I still think we're in the early days of trying to pin down the perfect uh, keyword amount to go in a single ad group, but definitely it's not 700. Um, what I can say, and, and how do we know, and like why do we know that it's not 100 or more? Um, because whenever you do this, what ends up happening is that most of your impressions are just gonna to go to a few of these keywords in the entire ad group. So 
you know, potentially Amazon's ad platform gets their wires crossed or whatever when, you know, they're doing this calculation, they're doing this ad auction in a fraction of a second. So when they're doing this ad auction in a fraction of a second and you have so many keywords, what will happen is that the keywords that just happen to get the impressions and the clicks, maybe on the first or second day, will continue to get most of the clicks and impressions. And then what will sometimes happen is, uh, so let's take a, a, an easy example. Let's say you have 50 keywords in an ad group. Um, and then you have maybe the top 10 of them getting most of the impressions. If I were to go in there and take the bottom 10 keywords, that you know, the things with the fewest impressions, and pu pull those out and stick those into a new ad group, those bottom 10 that were maybe just getting, you know, one impression a day in the old ad group will start getting more impressions. So it's just this way, this little nuance with how the Amazon ad platform behaves that when you keyword dump, it, it, it crosses the wires, it, it fudges up the system, and it makes it really difficult for Amazon to understand what do you even want to appear for? You know, what do you even want to appear for? We're having we're having trouble scanning through this gigantic list. Why don't you give us an easier chunk uh, to digest and study? And that's the second problem. Uh, mm -hmm. Brett, tell us about the third problem that uh, people run into with the keyword dump strategy. Yep. So if you do end up dumping tons and tons of keywords, uh, you know, into the same ad group or the same campaign. Uh, it actually makes your whole process of keyword graduation much, much more difficult. So, uh, you know, if you guys have listened to all of our previous podcast episodes, we've gone in depth about uh, different strategies that we like to use, especially the RPSB strategy, which is our favorite method of keyword graduation. Uh, if you are doing keyword dumping, that's going to make the whole RPSB method much, much more difficult. And I think that's going to even interfere with a lot of the other uh, Amazon uh, optimization methods here. So it's best to avoid this and just use best practices right from the start. And that will lead us right into problem number four with keyword dumping. Yes. Uh, so Amazon hates it when you bid on irrelevant things. You know, from the user experience perspective, Amazon wants to serve the right ad to the right person at the right time. And they truly want people to click on it, find what they want, and then eventually make a purchase. So if you're selling, uh, you know, uh, a, a jump rope, and you somehow appeared for, uh, a, you know, and it's like an adult fitness cross or a jump cross CrossFit jump rope, and then you appeared for like children's jump rope, Amazon's going to hate that. And then if you repeat that and you you show up for hundreds of those kinds of situations, Amazon really hates that. So what ends up happening is that your key, your level of keyword control is low. Um, and like, so all these things start to compound, right? So if you add a whole bunch of broad match, uh, Amazon's just going to prefer just a few of them. It's going to be hard to manage. Uh, you're, it's going to be difficult to manage all the search terms. And then all of a sudden, if those original keywords that were irrelevant get some of the starting impressions, Amazon's going to start to prefer that in your ad group. And then Amazon's going to be like, why is this person trying to bid on these terms that are just irrelevant? We're going to lower this ad group's overall quality score and just make it more difficult, more expensive. This is why you hear stories of, of people that say, hey, I'm bidding like $5. I'm getting no impressions for these things. Because Amazon sort of gave you a low quality score and one of the 
easiest, fastest ways to have a low sort of ad quality score, campaign quality score, and account quality score is to bid on a whole bunch of things that are irrelevant. So Amazon really doesn't like this. Uh, negatively affects your quality score. And that ties into the fifth issue. Take it away, Brett. Uh, so, you know, the fifth issue would be if you are constantly bidding on a lot of these broad match keywords uh, that could bring back a lot of irrelevant results, kind of like Mike was giving earlier with his example uh, about the aluminum water bottle versus a plastic water bottle. Uh, you know, if you continue to bid on those things, even if they're not relevant to your product, that can actually hurt a lot of the metrics in your account. And you know that does negatively affect your ad quality score like you were just talking about, Mike. So uh, you know your click-through rate, your conversion rate are definitely gonna take a hit. And those have a huge effect on the sales velocity that your listing has, which also helps with organic ranking. So you're just creating compounding negative effects by doing uh, you know, keyword dumping here. And I would definitely just, recommend avoiding it right from the get-go. And, you know, I think that's what we kind of want to highlight here. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to go into a lot of methods and alternatives that you guys could use to avoid these problems from the start. Yeah. And I mean, not to mention a huge rise in your overall CPC, because if you have a low quality score, that's just going to make life way more difficult. You know, if that product that you're serving has such a low conversion rate, uh, that'll help impact It'll negatively impact even the, the the right keywords that you should be bidding on. So it just creates a world of, of pain. And, and of course, the last issue here, number six, is that the keyword dump method is making you miss out on all of the good strategy that you should be following. So the thing that we want to make ultra clear here is that the keyword strategy, I'm sorry, the keyword dump strategy is not really an effective way to optimize Amazon advertising campaigns. So let's talk about how to avoid this. Uh, the first way on how to avoid this is the RPSB method, the research, peel, stick, and block method, something we've talked about a lot on this podcast. And, and really, it, it, it flips the let me go use a keyword tool and grab the hundreds of keywords and throw those into my ad account. It sort of flips that on its head and it sort of says, I'm actually going to uh, hang tight on my keyword research. I'm going to hang on that for keyword research for PPC. And instead, I'm going to run an auto campaign and I'm going to see what I appear for. And then I'm going to grab what works. I'm going to peel those out. I'm going to stick those into a exact match keyword campaign. I'm going to stick those into a, an exact ASIN targeting campaign. And that sort of method of casting a wide net with a low cost, right? So we're bidding low. We're casting a wide net, low cost. And then we are finding what converts. And then we are rewarding those things that convert with a big, strong bid. Uh, is, is starting to be modified, I think. Uh, we're going to do even more research on this where maybe instead of starting with an auto campaign, you maybe just start with a category targeting campaign, targeting three stars and lower products. Um, so I, I think we're going to be experimenting with, that, with the how the RPSB method gets implemented. But in general, casting a wide net, taking what converts, sticking it into a uh, sort of a more targeted type campaign, and then blocking it from appearing in the original one, that is what makes up good paid traffic. Uh, and we expect that to continue to be that way, um, whether the exact implementation varies or anything like that. It, there's still always a benefit in casting that wide net, rewarding what converts, 
sticking that into their own highly targeted campaign and then blocking it from appearing in the research campaign as well. Um, so that's one way to, to cir help circumvent the high A cost land of the keyword dump strategy. For sure. And uh, I did want to mention, you know, a lot of the ideology behind the keyword dumping tactic, I guess, uh, is that you're throwing in a whole bunch of broad match keywords that are somewhat relevant because the keyword finder tool, uh, you know, said they were. Uh, so if you, you know, basically throw all of these in, I think the ideology and the, the, the thought process behind it is just that, you know, you can basically throw a whole bunch of stuff at the wall and do your research that way. And then it will be an effective research strategy. Um, unfortunately, the reason why I'm not a big fan of this, and I think uh, that just launching an auto campaign from the get-go is much, much better is because auto campaigns actually leverage uh, Amazon's machine learning. You're basically competing <laughs> against an AI in terms of guessing which keywords are going to be most relevant to your product. And that auto campaign is going to kind of self-optimize over time and get better and better with more data that Amazon collects. So I think that's a much better alternative than going ahead with the keyword dump right from the get-go. It's much more simplified. Uh, the clarity level it's much, much better. So I think all around, it's just a much better alternative. Right. And, you know, I'd like to talk about, you know, other ideas and, and maybe extensions of the sort of the classic RPSB method. You know, keyword tools uh, do have a benefit, of course. So one thing you can do is you can still, it, it's like an extension of the RPSB method. So instead of just using the data inside your search term report from Amazon, you actually take that data and then you see what converts and you see what you like and you use that to get new ideas and then you plug those terms into keyword tools, right? So it's, it's kind of like we're saying, hey, this term converted. Now I want to find terms that are related to this term that, that was converted. So then you can maybe add that as a phrase in a broad to find things that are closely related. Uh, you can maybe, if it's an ASIN that converted, you can go and punch that in into Amazon, see what you convert, see what product you converted on, and then maybe try to piece together, well, what other products are just like this? And then you can bid on them into your manual product attribute targeting. Uh, and you can take those keywords that converted, you can throw those into keyword tools and find new ideas that are maybe closely related and then hand pick them and then test them that way. So there's, you can definitely use keyword research tools in that way, you know, using already getting out of the starting blocks, already getting some good data from an auto campaign uh, or a, a cate uh, product category targeting campaign, and then grab the information from there to extend it into keyword tools uh, and move laterally like that. Yeah, you know, the last thing that we want to do on the podcast is leave anyone uh, feeling confused about something. Um, so, you know, just to really clarify, guys, if you're right now a beginner and you are thinking about doing the uh, keyword dump or you already have done a keyword dump and your campaigns right now just have tons and tons of these keywords in there, um, you know, I think we should probably outline, you know, how we can help people out in that situation and what they should do to get those campaigns turned around, Mike. So, if you right now today open an account uh, and it's gone through the keyword dump and you know you see 998 broad match keywords inside of a campaign, what's the first step going to look like uh, for you to fix something like that? Uh, so I would say if it's a if it's a small if it's a small budget campaign, it would probably be faster to 
literally pause everything that hasn't gotten data yet um, to sort of mitigate one of the uh, the problem that we mentioned earlier uh, about how Amazon starts to prefer just a small percentage of the total keywords in an ad group. So I'd probably go ahead and pause the things that haven't gotten any impressions or gotten any clicks and and, and no conversions. I'd probably pause those uh, just as a way to, to fix that. So. So we're sort of like working backwards, right? With all those issues that we mentioned. So we start working backwards. The first thing, I would clear out the things that just aren't getting any impressions. Um, so I'd pause those, get those out of there. And then I would flip it from broad match to exact match. Um, do that quickly, that would immediately get it under control. I'd probably do a quick round of bid optimization uh, in the sense of if all of these things, you know, their bid, their A costs are all, all are, are all over the place, which means they it has converted, but maybe not at the right amount. So I'd flip it to exact. Uh, I would do the bid optimization. I'd look at the search term report and actually find out what really converted. Um, so that's what I would do. Um, but th that would be pretty time consuming. What I would recommend most people do is actually just if it's not performing, it's not performing well. Uh, if you have some wins in there, look at your search term report and keep what works. But then I would just sort of stick those in an exact match uh, by themselves uh, because they have converted and they've converted well. You'll have that going. And then I would just kickstart the RPSB method. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's awesome advice. And that's usually, you know, that's exactly how I went about handling uh, that keyword dump from the other day. So I think... Uh, yeah, that's that's the first thing to do, guys. As soon as you notice you have a lot of wasteful spend or you just don't have any impressions at all from the keyword dump, you know, go ahead and just uh, pause those, keep the stuff that's working, and then work on, uh, you know, starting off right and building a strong PPC foundation from the get-go, preferably using the RPSB method. I think you guys will see a lot of success with that. And we actually, I think we have a full podcast episode about RPSB, don't we? We sure do. Yeah, And you can get all those podcasts at iBadger.com slash podcast. And, you know, the other thing I wanted to say, which I do think is worth mentioning, um, you know, there are some advertisers on Amazon's, on Amazon's, whoa, <laughs> there are some advertisers on Amazon that don't always have the luxury of being able to get uh, a search term report. You know, if you're using the Amazon advertising platform and maybe you're uh, doing book marketing, they don't have the search term report for all of their campaign types. So it's, it makes the RPSB method incredibly difficult. So what I would say is when, you, when you're in a situation like that, uh, go ahead and use keyword research tools for ideas and suggestions, but then we're just gonna structure it properly. And the way to structure uh, adding keywords from keywords tool, from keyword tools into an account is to really, you know, since broad has the lowest amount of control, so all the broad match keywords will get low bids. The phrase match keywords have a little bit more control, so they get a little bit bigger bid. The exact match keywords have the most control, so those would have the biggest bid. And what that allows us to do, and, and you know, the way that you can set it up is, you know, your exact, you're bidding exactly on that term. And then in the phrase ad group, you actually have that term added as a negative exact. So you're, you're not just showing for that one, uh, you're showing up for the phrases related to that. And then in the broad, uh, you also have it as a negative exact. So you're showing up for all these different synonyms and stems of it. So that just allows us to have a controlled 
effort whenever we do a lot of keyword discovery. Um, so that's if you if you if you are going to use keyword research tools, that's one way to keep your costs under control to help you control your your output, meaning controlling what it is that you're appearing for, and. That's one way to, to help mitigate some of the downside of not having a lot of keyword data available to you. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, one other thing that keyword dumping can definitely uh, cause a lot of issues with that I just thought of is with negative keywords and trying to kind of keep your uh, negative keyword hierarchy intact. So, uh, you know, if you have, for example, the exact same list of keywords in phrase and you also have the exact same uh, list of keywords in broad, ideally you'd have negative phrase match in the broad campaign, uh, basically to prevent all of those possible search terms from appearing. Uh, so, you know, doing the keyword dump like that, it can just cause not only all of the first problem, all of those first five or six problems that we laid out here, but, uh, you know, there's even more that I'm kind of thinking of as we go through this episode, guys. So, you know, just do yourself a favor. I. And honestly, I personally have lost thousands and thousands of dollars using the keyword dump strat. Uh, you know, back rest in peace dollars. <laughs> yeah, maybe four like four years ago or so. I was uh, I was really bleeding because of the keyword dump strategy, and I, you know, I myself was a, a beginning uh, was a beginner at Amazon marketing. wasn't sure what I was doing, but uh, you know, you will see the keyword dump advice all over YouTube and a lot of other channels. So, you know, just understand what you're doing first, be very careful with it. And if you ever have any questions at all, even if you're not an Ad Badger customer, just come and you know you can drop us an email to uh, you know myself or to Mike or any one of us. And you know we'll do our best to help you out and get you going from the get-go in the proper direction. Alrighty, everyone. That concludes our investigation to the widespread conspiracy of the keyword dump. If you have an account where you've done a keyword dump, and that was effective, I'd love to see that account. Hit us up, drop us a line at adbadger.com slash podcast. Uh, and as always, we'll see you next time in the Badger Den. <laughs>